4: Welcome to One of Those, the show that explores the artist-thinker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. Okay, on this episode, we're going to talk about the latest John Morant sneaker drop, sort of a recap of something I talked about a couple weeks ago. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs and the NBA finals. I got thoughts on that. But before that, I got something real cool to show you, okay? But before all of that, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I want to say you want to go ahead and follow the up on game network because there's so much going on over there. I say it all the time, pretty much every week. we are been new shows all the time. A lot of cool things coming up in the next month or so on up on game. All right. I'm just giving you a little hint. Some cool stuff happening. Okay. Some transitions and some changes happening. Okay. So keep it locked at up on game network at up on game network on all social platforms. Follow them. Okay. I got something real cool to show y'all, man. It came in the mail. I told y'all I was going to get these. Late Bloomer. Okay, Delayed W, as my man Bull says. But, nonetheless, they're in hand. Hold tight. (sighs) Finally. Finally, your boy has come through with a pair of lost and found jordan ones which i have already worn i wore these jones to the wine fest i wore them all day because this is a sneaker you wear man um spread on them not a whole lot though but you know went ahead and did it because i really wanted these and i got a pair for my daughter as you all saw a while back um and i really just wanted this sneaker man you probably heard her just scream just now (laughs) um i like this man you know i was i was curious about a little scuff on them already I was curious about what I was going to think of these in hand, in person. I really was. Um, And basically, they're just a Jordan 1, okay? The only real difference for me is, all right, you got the kind of yellowed out sole here. And, of course, you have the cracking right here on the upper. Other than that, this is a Jordan 1, a normal Jordan 1 Chicago. Um, and I think the price range is about right for this Jordan 1 Chicago. Now, I talked about that a while back, that Jordan 1 Chicago's I don't think should be a $1,000, $1,500 sneaker, in my opinion. Now, I can't change the world, okay? This is not a $1,500 sneaker. It is not a $100 sneaker, though, okay, on resale. So you got to, you know, spend some bread on these. You're have to spend over $300 for these things, man. Um, I was willing to do that, and I got my hands on them, and they were good. They were comfortable. Um, I was able to wear them all day at the wine festival, and I really, really, really enjoyed this sneaker, and I plan on to continue enjoying this sneaker, man. I'm going to wear this thing, man. Like I said, I've already put one where you can see I kind of wore them out a little bit in the back. That's okay, though, because this is supposed to be worn. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, the Lost and Found Jordan 1. Let me show you the box real quick. Hold tight don't you to see the rest of the box, just know that it has the mismatch uh, top. You know, you've seen all this before, man. Uh, the loss of found Jordan 1, man. It's a dope sneaker. It's a dope sneaker. All right. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, John Morant was the front page story. Um, we all know what happened with him with the brandishing the gun on Instagram Live. We know that, you know, he's had a tough season and a tough year. Um, For numerous reasons now. You can listen to the Butler Did It podcast. I break all of that down. And I think from the Butler Did It podcast, a lot of people kind of came out of it like I was anti-John Morant. and I'm really not. You know, even on this show, I kind of got into a little bit. I'm just really disappointed in the kid, and I I root for him. You know, one thing about John Morant is that, honestly... He's one of my favorite young players to watch. I love the way John Morant plays the game, you know, especially right now when he's still kind of raw. He's not the greatest shooter in the world. He hasn't really gotten to that point where he's like really mastered all the little things in the game. Right now he's just pure talent and pure athleticism. And, I, you know, it's always fun to watch a dude that's just like, you know what, man, forget the finesse game. I'm about to just jump over everybody and dunk on them, man. I've always enjoyed players like that. Um, I wish I could have played like that when I was younger and hooping, so I've always been a big fan of John Morant, and I've always wanted to see John Morant win, right, obviously it's been tough for him, I don't know what kind of suspension is going to happen, if there is a suspension, I know he's been disciplined by the Grizzlies again, Um, you can pretty much bank on a suspension, and that's going to be unfortunate because we're not going to have this kid, this 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 young talent to watch for at least a portion of the season. Even if it's one game, that's one fewer game we get to see the excitement of John Morant, and just as a young man, um, and for, as a black man to a black man, honestly, I just want to, I would like for him to see. I mean, I would like for him to do better. Now, again, if you want to hear my entire thoughts on that, subscribe to the Butler Data Podcast. I break that all down. I really get into it. Um. And I I express every emotion I have for this particular situation, okay? But here we talk about sneakers, okay? And I asked the question a while back. Remember, I said that Michael Wilbon now. Michael Wilbon, okay, say what you want about him. Out of touch, older, um, not really connected to the youth. I wouldn't say that about uh, Michael Wilbon. I wouldn't say he's really, like, connected with young people like that. But he's still a legend. He's still a person um, whose voice... Rings, right, his opinions still matter, and he put it out there that he would not allow his son to wear John Morant sneakers in his household, and he wasn't the only person I heard that from i was the, the rumblings were going around that people weren't going to support John Morant, he came out that maybe Nike would disassociate themselves from John Morant during this time because. Of all the controversy. Now we've seen Nike do this before. We saw Nike do this with Kyrie Irving and others. You know what I mean? And throughout history. And honestly it wouldn't have been surprising to me. Had they had decided to separate themselves from John Morant. But that is not something I wanted to see happen. Now I'm for discipline for John Morant. Because I would like to see John Morant. Get past this portion of his career. And get into the real and be grown up. You know what I mean? So again. Not for this show, but I didn't want to see him lose a shoe deal, not permanently. I thought that would have been tough. You know, I'm not saying it would have been inappropriate, but I thought it would have been hurtful and tough to see. Long story short, they did not separate themselves from John Morant. Um, They did sort of hide the shoe for a few minutes, which I thought was interesting, but that shoe came out and it came out this weekend. And ladies and gentlemen, the John Morant sneaker sold out in seconds. So that answers my question from a couple of weeks ago. Were you going to allow your children to wear John Moran's? And the biggest, that was, that was the question because I'm not wearing John Moran sneakers. No, nobody in my age group is wearing John Moran sneakers. They're not really street wear. They're not really like fashionable. They, they're basketball sneakers and they're sneakers for kids. And parents answered the question. Yeah, they will definitely still support john Morant. in that way they will definitely still buy the sneakers and i'm not here to judge that okay i'm not here to judge that um my boy hasn't asked for any john Morant sneakers i haven't thought about getting him any john Morant sneakers and frankly i guess i won't be able to because the things sold out in seconds and it was funny because i was in dtlr uh i don't remember what i was in dtlr for buying some socks or something something slight and i saw a mother in there Going up to the register, you all got the John Moran sneakers, you all got those, and for some reason, you know, DTLR, I guess they must have sold out of them for whatever, and I just thought like, huh.
0: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura.
1: It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: That says a lot. That says a lot about where people are with him, on um, where he is in terms of pop culture, where he is in terms of popularity, and what people... Think about him when it comes to his actions and his behaviors. Now, maybe his mother that was in DTR, DTLR, barely knows anything that's going on. Maybe she's not in the loop. That's totally possible. We in this sneaker bubble, in this sports bubble, what John Morant did was like the biggest thing in the world for us a few weeks ago. For her, it's probably just like, oh, I just know my son asked for this sneaker. It's called the John Morant. Let me go to the store and ask for it. So that could be a big part of it as well, that. Hey, the kids still want them. The kids I know don't care about this. I'm not sure I would have cared if I was 13, 14, 11, 12, shit, 15, 16 years old. I don't think I would have cared if John Morant waved a pistol on Instagram live. I would not have cared about that. I care as an adult. I don't think I would have cared as a kid. So maybe if, hey, if you would have told me I wouldn't been, I wouldn't been able to get the KGs or the AIs or the um or some Jordan or the Pippins or whatever the, the whatever sneaker I wanted when I was a teenager because the dude waved the gun or whatever, I probably would have been like, no ma, I still want the yeah, can you go to the store and get those for me if you will? And <laughs> I wasn't spoiled like that. So this is interesting. This is interesting because the sneaker has sold, Nike has decided. Now maybe this is because the situation is blown over, we have a short attention span. You know, it's a lot of money invested in John Morant in terms of sneaker deal. Um, I talked about it on the last on on that episode that John Morant had the potential and still has the potential to be the face of Nike basketball right now. That the stars that they're leaning on are aged out or controversy themselves out of it. Like Kyrie, um, who is also considered a bit of an older player as well. So maybe, you know, maybe Nike was like, look, it's too much money. Um, you know, we've tried this with the Giannis, we tried this with this superstar and that superstar and that superstar, and none of them are catching, you know, you look at the landscape of the NBA, which I'll talk about in a moment, who are the big stars of the NBA right now? Um, you know, not, not including LeBron and KD and guys like that again, who are aging out talking about Jokic and Giannis. You know, not the coolest players in the world, frankly. They're not going to sell sneakers like that. Giannis is not selling like that, right? So there we are. The John Morant sneaker has sold out. It probably will continue to sell out. I don't know what that means for his career. I don't know what that means for the future of him. Um, I'm not angry about this. I don't think anyone should be angry about this. Um, We should all be wishing the best for John Morant while also hoping he figures it out. And and understanding that there's going to take a couple of things for him to figure it out. So, there you are, man. Nike made his moves. Nike wins again. John Moran sneakers sold out. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs and the NBA Finals matchup. We have it. I'm about to say Denver Broncos. Wow. <laughs> Denver Nuggets versus the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler and the Joker On the look, I'm got football on my mind. On the court, all right, on the hardwood. Jamal Murray, Tyler Hero, if he's healthy, it's going to be a good series. And I'm going to tell you why when we come back. Okay, so the NBA playoffs are done. Now we are into the NBA Finals. I talked about the NBA playoffs a little bit on this show when you know way back during the Memphis series, where you know speaking of John Moran again, those guys. Where major letdown, and the Lakers went all the way to the to the Western Conference Finals. So what you had in these playoffs was a seventh seed go to the Western Conference Finals, and you had an eighth seed who lost their playing game. All right, to the Chicago Bulls. I mean, no, not to the Chicago Bulls. Think to the Atlanta Hawks. Lost their playing game. Had to go all the way from the extra playoff game, all the way up to the NBA Finals. They beat the number two seed. Man. You know, this was an incredible playoffs. This is incredible playoffs. And I think a lot of people have it wrong. A lot of people have been concerned about, you know, the ratings and, oh man, the Lakers are out of it and the Celtics are out of it and the Sixers are out of it and the Suns are out of it. And these teams, these big teams, and a lot of people kind of like kiki and laughing at the fact that the Denver Nuggets are going to be taking on the Miami Heat. But I'm telling you, this is good for the NBA. One, here's one reason why. The league is going to have to grow past, and I just talked about this with Nike sneakers, right? Nike basketball. The league is going to have to grow past this James Harden, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, even Steph Curry generation. And they're going to have to start embracing the newer generation. And one of the leaders of that new generation is definitely the Joker. Okay, it's definitely the Joker. Now, Joker has a lot of Tim Duncan in him, even though he got a lot of pizzazz in him. He plays weird. But Joker got a lot of Tim Duncan in him, meaning that Joker is not the most fun player to watch or just market. So I get it. This guy being the the franchise player in the NBA finals is is abnormal, especially when we've been living in an era where. A LeBron James-led team or a Steph Curry-led team has been in the finals almost every year, almost every season. You've had Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron James, you know, uh, uh Draymond Green, you know, um, those guys, right? <laughs> Going all back to like 2012 for the Miami Heat days to just last year. Just last year, the Golden State Warriors were in the finals. And that's not bad. But you got to start thinking about the future. Now, Jimmy Butler, to me, is not a marquee superstar. I'm not saying he's one of the best in the league. But Jimmy Butler brings an excitement to basketball and a passion to basketball that frankly a lot of guys just don't have right now that's why some people stop watching the nba because you're just kind of watching a lot of friendly and love and all this my homie and we going to team up jimmy butler like man i'm ready to fight on the court and i've dropped buckets
0: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura.
1: It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
4: podcasts. So you got a team like Miami that's scrappy, playing with third stringers, bench warmers, guys hurt, scrapping it out. Jimmy Butler out there talking trash Working hard for buckets. He's not. He's not Jordan. He's not Kobe. He's not LeBron. He's not Steph. He's not a natural, just like scorer. He's a scrappy, working guy who's going to work hard as he can, and he will fight. And then you got the the Denver Nuggets, who are just talented from head to toe. They're quiet. They do their job. This is a good thing for the NBA because you get to showcase. Different talent. People don't know about Jamal Murray. They didn't didn't even recognize Jamal Murray. You seen guys on Miami that you didn't even know were in the league. This is good. It's also good because the NBA, to me, has a bit of a problem. And I've been debating this. I debated this with Ebro on Twitter. I debated with a couple of people. The NBA has an issue showcasing the smaller markets. If you think about the NFL, the NFL has no issue showcasing its smaller markets. Now, that has a lot to do with how they do their schedule, has a lot to do with how they do their draft. If you want the worst team in the league, you won't get the number one pick, number two pick, number three pick. There's no lottery. There's no chance for you to be the second worst team in the league and mess around and get the eighth pick. Unless you trade your pick, lose your pick, something like that. Also, when you lose, you get a, lose, you get a last place schedule, meaning that you get a softer schedule the next season. Now, teams can... can ramp themselves up and the last place schedule could mean nothing. But for the most part, you get an opportunity to be in it. You get an opportunity to be in it. That's why the NFC East in football was so powerful this season because they were able to play schedules, especially the New York giants. And even yes, the Washington commanders who were one game out of the playoffs had an opportunity, right? Okay. Philly the year before things like that in the NBA, your schedule is just your schedule. Too many games have a last-place schedule or first-place schedule. I get it. But that draft process is what messes people up. You don't have to be the worst team to get the first pick. This year, the San Antonio Spurs have the first pick. Think about that. Okay. So the NBA sometimes cannibalizes its smaller market squads, it doesn't give their small market teams the opportunity to really compete. And then they have an issue where it was so it banked so much on superstars, a handful of superstars, about six to seven guys. And about 10 second tier dudes who were all saying, we just going to play together on this team, that team and that team that is finally ended. And teams like Denver and teams like Miami basically just built their team yes miami went out and got jimmy butler as a free agent but bam and tyler hero and these other guys are homegrown dudes the denver nuggets yeah they got kcp and a few other like free agent role players but jamal murray jokic those dudes are homegrown guys these teams were able to build and that is the future of the nba the free agent thing we see it doesn't work look at this team look at the Phoenix Suns and look at how that fell apart look at the Lakers last year look at what the Lakers had to do to get back in it they had to blow it all up and get rid of those free agents and go and just get some some nuts and bolts type of dudes Reeves their their best player out there and you can still say that's a super team, super team because they had Anthony Davis and LeBron James even though it's the older LeBron James So, the league is changing, and this is a showcase of what the league really looks like, what the teams that are good in the league really look like. It is the Miami Heat, it is the Denver Nuggets, those are the squads. And the rest of the NBA will take their cues from teams like that. They're going to have to start drafting well, you're going to have to do proper and free agency you can't just go out and go give me Kevin Durant oh, oh, oh man oh, oh, oh yeah yeah give me Paul George too give me Kawhi Leonard look at the look at the Clippers useless so the reasons why I play a taking time off but when you empower them you know what I'll let that be I'm excited about the NBA finals because I'm excited to see two real teams go up against each other two teams that earned it I know the ratings will be lower I know they would have been higher if it were LeBron versus Jason Tatum, if it was the Celtics versus the Lakers, or if it were the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. I get it. Milwaukee, another team that built up from nothing too. And they won a championship recently. Golden State. Golden State last year was the real Golden State. There was no KD on that team. There was no Eagle Dahl on that team. That was a team they just built. G League guys, you know, just players. I'm excited to see this. I'm excited about how it's going to look. I'm really, really excited about this NBA finals. And I'm excited about the future of the NBA because there's a lot of young talent, especially coming into the draft right now, man. So I think you should be too. And, hey, just to make this about sneakers, it's going to be a lot of cool sneakers on the floor. Hey, let's point them out. Let's see who has the best signature sneaker. Um, and, hey, can we come up with a Jokic signature sneaker? Would you buy a Joker signature sneaker? I'm sure you won't. I wouldn't. <laughs> but maybe the kids will, right? All right. All right. Alright, man, that's my show. Thank you for letting me talk some basketball, man. I know this is like a strictly sneaker show, man, but I, you know, I've been dying to just talk some sports right quick, man. Hey, up on game is the place to talk sports. So there you have it, man. Thank you much so much for tuning in. Let me know what you think about the John Morant sneaker situation. Um, you happy the sneaker sold out? You mad the sneaker sold out? Do you not care, man? Do you just want to see that, that boy just move on and be able to just live his life, man? Let me know in the comments below or hit me up. On my social media, MSR underscore Adam at MSR underscore Adam. You can listen to the Butler Did It podcast. You can listen to this podcast. It's all in my link tree at MSR underscore Adam. Okay, Follow the team at Up On Game Network, at Up On Game Network on YouTube, on all podcasting platforms, and of course on all social media follow the boys a lot of cool things going on man follow the squad the on my feet network a lot of cool things going on at on my feet network man a lot of cool cool stuff happening over there man remember guys it's summertime i'm calling i know it's still spring but it is summer for me it's summertime the cookouts are starting to happen memorial day was just the other day man we got the grills going the sun is out it's beautiful monumental health man monumental health Go outside, get some fresh air, get some sun on you, man. Take care of yourself, all right? Mind your physical health. While the sun is out, go work out. Get a jog in. Get a walk in. All right, go swimming. Do something. Take care of your body. Eat right. Be physical. Do what you need to do to mind your physical health, okay? And last but not least, please continue. Never forget to be great. I'm up out of here. Peace.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And
1: I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish Space Lasers. But it's
0: our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real.
1: Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone.
2: I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson.
3: And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies?
2: You get our way. A brand new show from iHeart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun.